Welcome to The Bible Says. My name's Aaron Rayleigh, and I'm your host. This podcast is an expository study. Basically, we go through the Bible, book by book, chapter by chapter, exploring the radical love of God and our calling to radically love others. In this episode, we're reading from Revelation 21.4. Now, before you get all uptight or nervous just know revelation is not as intimidating as um, you might have been brought up to believe now if you're anything like me just the fact that i told you hey we're gonna read from the book of revelation today you might feel a little like let me just skip the next podcast but trust me when i say whatever belief that you have about the book of Revelation and what it is, um, ignore it. Ignore it for the for the next 15 minutes. Just ignore the fact that you're terrified of reading this book because it's so confusing and it makes absolutely no sense. Um, in fact, there's a book by, uh, uh, his name is Pastor Skip Heitzig. The book is titled, You Can Understand the Book of Revelation. It's an excellent book. It breaks down the book in an understandable way. He's not one of these prophecy um, authors that's just like pinpointing where all the prophecies are being fulfilled and creeping us all out and scaring us at the end of times. No, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, expositional, um, excuse me, expository preachers of today's age. Um, he happens to be my pastor. And I'm very, very blessed to to work at his church for the uh, season of my life. So I recommend getting that book if you want to understand a little bit more. But the passage we're we're going to be going over is actually a, a very. It's just one verse, and it has nothing to do with dragons or you know weird creatures or anything like that. In fact, it is talking about the age to come, but it is specifically talking about. Our, our relationship with the new heaven and new earth and, and how we will be. So let's just jump right in. Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. That's such a verse of hope. Man, like you might not be like me, but I'm an emotional guy. I I am a crier in sappy movies, I'll cry. I'm the first one to admit it. I will bawl my eyes out with all those little videos that like that of like soldiers coming home and seeing their kid for the first time. I'm I'm a waterworks or like puppies seeing their owners for the first time, you know, military guys coming home. I'm like I'll bawl my eyes out. There are I'm a crier. I'll absolutely cry cuz I have a tender heart and I love people and so I don't watch a lot of movies that like bring tears. I don't watch a lot of those films because I know I'll cry and I got to be tough. I'm a newly married man. I've got to have, you know, my tough face on. So I watch a lot of action movies that don't cause crying. But this this isn't talking about that kind of tears. This is talking about pain, about death and mourning, mourning the loss. And 
what I find hopeful about this is the implications. Um, I mean, the, just the fact that God will literally be wiping our tears away from our eyes, that there, that there will be no more crying and no more pain or death. That's amazing. But remember a small little verse that says that the wages of sin is death? This says that death shall be no more, which implies that there will be no more sinning. Or at least that the wages of those flaws won't result in death. As believers in Jesus, this is our expectation of eternity. If you believe in Jesus, this is what you get. This is part of the package. It's no secret that pain is a real thing for us in this life, but we have a hope of a time to come when God walks with us and comforts us in every pain. Where will this place be? What will it look like? Well, Scripture doesn't tell us all the little details. It does say that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. But this is specifically talking about heaven and earth, a physical place. Not a, not a state of being, but a physical place that God will create at the end of time. And God will create Jesus' return. And while theologians have been debating what it looks like and, uh, you know, when it comes and the order it's all going to happen and all that stuff, we're not, I'm not talking about that today. I'm not trying to teach an uh, eschatological uh, teaching right now. I'm just talking about the fact that we have a God that wants to comfort us in the midst of our pain. And what we know is true is that you have access to this reality today. Jesus himself called the Holy Spirit the comforter. When he ascended to heaven, before he ascended to heaven, he said the Father will send his Spirit and he will comfort you. Luke 17, 20 and 21 says, being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he, or Jesus, answered, The kingdom of God is not coming in the way, in the ways that can be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. Jesus was telling them that God's kingdom is here, right now, in him. And if the kingdom is here, then the king is here too. Now, this is something different than the new heaven, like I, like I said earlier. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven are two different things. Though heaven is within the realm of God's kingdom, God's kingdom it, it, it goes outside of the bounds of heaven and the bounds of earth. God's kingdom is anywhere the king is. And because he's omnipresent, this kingdom is omnipresent everywhere also. While Jesus is currently seated at the right hand of the Father, which is Matthew 26, verse 64, we have access to our king through the Holy Spirit. In fact, this is the very purpose in Jesus leaving the Spirit with us when he ascended into heaven. Jesus said, he said uh, in John 14, 15 through 18, he says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So there's obedience. We've got to be obedient. So anybody that tells you that, oh, I'm not under the law, you know, no, you still have to be obedient. There are commandments that he's given you. You have to be obedient to those things. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you and will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Jesus said in John 14 verses 15 
to 18. He said, if you love me, you will have me. A hundred percent. And he will comfort you. I will not leave you as orphans, he says. I will come to you. Orphans, gosh. You know, we are called to love the widows and orphans. The church is commissioned by God to love those without overseers, to love those who have been abandoned. Orphans don't have access to a father because they don't have a father. Orphans don't have access to, to somebody to comfort them because they have no one to comfort them. But he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. No, I will come to you. I will take care of you. I will live with you. I know there are seasons of pain that we all face. But we have access to the king and his promises through it all. God left the spirit of truth with us to give us his promise of comfort and clarity. I will give you the spirit of truth. I will not leave you as orphans. You know him. He dwells with you. He will be in you. Jesus is saying, you know me. If you want to know what, what relationship we can have with the Holy Spirit Look at the relationship Jesus had with his disciples. The disciples knew they could ask Jesus anything and he'd give them an answer. The disciples walked with him and talked with him and watched how he lived out his life. He was to be their example. He was to be their Lord. He was to be their master. In fact, they called him those things. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are three in one. They are of the same essence but very distinct in nature. So you have the ability to see God move in your life simply by in moments of pain asking Him, Comfort me, Lord. Help me understand. I, we have all had painful experiences or painful seasons, painful relationships, whether it's been a breakup or, or a lost job or a death in the family or, or, or a plethora of any number of, of painful things. You've, we've all had painful experiences. We don't need to relive those um, in this teaching right now. But I want you to think for a second. Think about that one thing that happened to you that made it difficult for you to get past that season of life. And the promise that you have is that the Holy Spirit will come and will comfort you and will bring you clarity. All you need to do is ask Him for it. When we face difficult times, He will comfort us through the conflict. That's what He does. So in Revelation 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Understand that, that though that is a promise for the future, you, you, have the, you have access to a God who will comfort you in those ways today. There is still death, yes. There is still pain, yes. But those things will pass away. The former things. What is he saying there at the end of that verse? The former things have passed away. Well, Revelation is a prophetic book by nature. It's a dream. And so he is seeing the future. And so the former things in the future will be the things today. The things today. What do we have today? Well, we have death. Well, we have pain. Well, we have sin. We have separation from God. We have fallen short of the glory of God. And what God is saying to us in this passage is there is a time that will come where your sin will be no more, where your pain will be no more, where your death will be no more. All you have to do to have access to that reality is give your life to Jesus, the ultimate comforter and clarifier in all the universe. If you haven't done that, I want to invite you to do that today 
in the midst of whatever season you're in, whether you're in a painful season or not, the reality is if you haven't been in a painful season, you're going to get in one soon because that's been promised to us that we will suffer in this life. After we've suffered for a while, we have access. So understand that God is here, God is with you, and he wants to comfort you. If you haven't accepted Jesus in your life, all you need to do is pray a simple prayer. You can just say, you can just repeat this after me or under your breath, but I want you to understand that this is something that you have to do for yourself. If you're, if you're already a believer, don't, don't turn this off yet. Listen through this. In fact, pray through this prayer for those listeners that haven't accepted Jesus as their Savior. If that's you and you need to accept Jesus and you're tired of not understanding, you're tired of not being comforted through this pain and you need help, understand this. Jesus loves you. He has a plan for you, and He's here to comfort you. Pray this simple prayer. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I turn from my sin. Forgive me for the wrong that I've done. Come into my life. Be my Lord. From this day forward, I am yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If, if you're one of the listeners that accepted Jesus for the first time, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. You can contact me. The best way is, is uh, on Twitter or through my website, AaronRayley.com, spelled with one A, um, or at AaronRayley, one A again, A-R-O-N-R-A-I-L-E-Y on Twitter. Send me a direct message. Reach out to me. Tell me you listened to the podcast and that you gave your life to Jesus because I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you a few extra things to help you in your next steps. And I want to help you, most of all, I want to help you get plugged into a good local church that will help walk you through these steps. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.